Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. What is financial freedom? Many wouldn't say that it's having enough savings, investments, and cash on hand to afford the lifestyle you want for yourself and your family. In simpler terms, having margin in your finances to live the life to the full. But how do you get there? We're going to give you 12 things that you can do to build financial freedom today. And you heard me right. That's 12 things. And if you know our show, we've got 15 minutes to talk about those. So we have 15 (laughs) minutes to go over 12 habits. So buckle up and put on your listening ears. Let's go. Okay. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is setting life goals. Now, this is a huge passion of mine mm-hmm. and I love to set goals constantly. And I, I, I'm, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three, which means that I'm the <laughs> achiever. So I constantly have to have things that I'm working towards, mm-hmm. right? So every year I uh, have a goal in mind of doing, you know, a triathlon, at least a triathlon, mm-hmm. right? So that way, physically, I'm working up to something. I just don't like running. That's never going to happen for me. But you, you do you, you do you, Mark. <laughs> I yeah, no, I got to. That, that's what keeps me going. Uh, professionally, I you know, I have got my my goals that I have to achieve in my my career, and then also just personally, right? So this is something that, that I'm really really passionate about. So that's something that that we. Uh, de- also encourage you to do, you know, to in your path to financial freedom, right? So first, you have to define what that means for you, right? Whether it's traveling, whether whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to travel to Paris, France, or is it Paris, Arkansas, right? That makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you know, you have to have a plan because if you don't, then you're essentially planning to fail. So put your goals on paper. And if you need help setting those goals, we have an episode that actually speaks to goal setting and what makes a goal more effective. Yes. So that's number one. Number two, I know you're shocked. Make a budget. We know we talk about this all the time, but it's that important. Literally, I think every episode we're like, oh, we're talking about budgeting again. (laughs) We call it also another way of putting it as allocated spending plan. So it's just deciding how you're going to spend your dollars each pay period. It creates margin which is just another word for space. It creates space in your finances for you to work on your goals. Budgets don't have to be super strict. They don't have to, you know, we we typically use the one where it's every single dollar is allocated, but it doesn't have to be that way. As long as you have an understanding of your income and expenses and you're staying focused on your goals in the way that you're spending your money, then we'll leave you alone about the rest. We're not telling you you can't go buy your coffee or go do the things you love. We're telling you plan for the things you love so that you have the ability to do them when the time comes. And then the next uh, number three is pay off your credit cards. Now, obviously, this sounds like a, like a no-brainer, but how many people carry balances? Well, and isn't this basically almost every financial concept we talk about? We're like, I get that on paper this makes total sense, but if it if everybody was doing it, we wouldn't be bringing it up. Yeah, exactly. So paying interest on your purchases is like a toxin to your goals. And you're literally just throwing that money away and giving mm-hmm. it to the credit card companies. So pay your balance in full each month. If this is a challenge, commit not to add any more to it and pay it off as fast as you can. So I remember whenever I, I got my first credit card while I was in college, I mm-hmm. got my Amazon credit card. Did you do it for a t-shirt like I did? No. No, I, I was <laughs> actually, <laughs> I was already thinking about, okay, I need to build my credit. And also uh, I knew that... Uh, if I got an Amazon account and paid with an Amazon card, then I got points back, 
which you know I could buy other stuff with. And yeah, I you used put it. a lot more thought into this than I did at that age. <laughs> yeah, and and I used it to buy my textbooks because uh, mm-hmm. my textbooks, you know, each semester in college were like five hundred dollars my yeah. first semester, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. So then every single semester after that, I would buy the older edition books and save myself like four hundred dollars. Yeah, and then you paid it off immediately, so you could build that credit and work towards building your credit score for future stuff, which we've talked about the impact of. Exactly. Exactly. So number four, live below your means. Don't spend every penny you make. The clients who come in here with massive portfolios when they're getting ready to retire are seldom those who had high earning jobs. It's actually people who are diligent to live below their means and save consistently. So making small adjustments continuously over your lifetime to put yourself, your future self in the best position for financial freedom, add up. So if you're one of those people who just got a raise or you're, you've gotten a windfall of some funds, don't feel like you have to spend every dollar that you've made. Please don't do that because if you can take that money and put it towards goals, and we're not even saying all of it needs to go to savings. It may be that you've got a house that you want to pay off faster or that you've got a vehicle loan that you want to pay off. Think about where you're putting your dollars so that you're not spending everything the minute you get it and living paycheck to paycheck like a lot of people do. Absolutely. You know, one of my mentors during college was uh, the president CEO of a, of a hospital mm-hmm. and uh, he, you would never know it by, you know, the way that he lived uh, because he drove like a 20 year old car. <laughs> Isn't and, that always the case? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he just ate at home every single day, never went out to eat really, uh, except for maybe Sundays after church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just a very, very simple lifestyle, but he was a very wealthy man. That's awesome. The next one is automating your serve your, serv- your servings. <laughs> <laughs> You're still thinking about food. I am. I've got, ooh, I had some good lunch today. So automating your savings, enroll in your employer plan and get that match, right? So if you've got a 401k, if you've got a simple IRA, anything like that, you know, then you get a match, which means that, you know, free money is being added to your retirement accounts mm-hmm. each time that you do that. If you have a savings goal, set up automated automatic transfers to your savings account or split it through your direct deposit check. And if you're contributing to an IRA, automate those contributions as well. Yes. So there's a theme here about automating. Anything that I set to automatically happen, I'm more likely to get done. I mean, I'm to the point that I've even automated my tithe. Like Mm -hmm. anything that I can get taken care of that I don't have to actively plan or go out and do, it's more likely to get done at my stage of life. And and many of the people listening to this are at one of their busiest times. And so if you can have that, that idea of having direct deposit split, most employers will let you go two or three places. So let your savings go directly to the savings account so you never saw it. So there's no risk of you seeing that as spendable dollars. No, I think I saw somebody the other day with a check pay stub that went to like eight different places. That's awesome. So then the next thing, number six, start investing now. If you aren't using your employer plan and getting that free money, please, that's priority one. Start getting that match. Don't try to time the market, but give the market time instead. The longer stuff stays invested, the better it is for you. I heard investing is best served long term. Mm. You know, right now we're in 2022. The market is down right now. I get that that's scary for some people. But if you look at the long term gains in the market, you win long term. Now, when you only work in small fits and spurts, yes, you can lose a pretty good chunk of money if you're not careful. Um, And the sooner you start, the longer those investments are going to have to grow. So if you've been delaying and you're trying to think, man, I just don't know about this market, get started now and start with that employer plan first. But you've got other options outside of that, too. And our next one here, monitor your credit. 
mm-hmm. you know, obviously uh, we've talked about this and I, we briefly touched on it during the last episode, uh, but your credit score affects the interest rate that you receive on future purchases and other things like insurance rates. So uh, again, we did an episode called Give Yourself Some Credit, explaining how credit scores are actually determined. And I was shocked by a lot of the topics that, that go into that. Like I knew that paying things on time mattered. I didn't realize that waiting till your bill comes to pay mm-hmm. is more negative than just paying it quicker. So because they look at when the bill was due, how much credit you were using at that point. Not if you paid it off the next day, it doesn't really that mm. that can affect it. So, you know, you can make a big purchase paid off the next day and it does still help you in your journey. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. And, and one of the other things that obviously monitoring your credit helps you to do is making sure that all of the accounts listed on your on your report are actually yours. Yeah. <laughs> It's helping you with that identity theft side that we've talked about before, too. Yeah, I'm sure you don't want to subsidize somebody else's living. No, definitely. I can barely subsidize my own sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, negotiate. This is one that's awkward, but only here in the United States. It is very mm. uncommon for people to feel like they can negotiate for goods and services, but it's actually something that can save you quite a bit of money. Mm. Um, many large purchases have negotiable rates if you're willing to walk away. I've done this with vehicles where I walk in the door, I make myself like I have this little mantra in my head is I don't have to leave today with a car. And it's worked really well for me the last several purchases because I'm not walking out the door with more car than I wanted. Mm -hmm. I have walked away before and said, you know, what you want is obviously outside my range. I appreciate your time. Have a great day. And about the time I get to that door, everything changes all of a sudden. (laughs) So negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. And if you need some practice with that, go to a yard sale. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Then the number nine, continuous education. So the more you know, the better your chances is. Chances is that wow, you you're really struggling. The better with this your today. chances are of staying on track. Yeah, yeah. This this uh, this sweet tea. I don't know what what's in it, uh, but be a lifetime learner in your area of your finances. You know, so no, you don't have to get a finance degree to mm-hmm. be good at managing your own finances, right? Yeah. So every month, you know, you get the opportunity to manage your finances and mm-hmm. to really get to know what you're spending, how you're spending, what you're making, and make adjustments. So mm-hmm. there's lots of reputable uh, sources out there you know, to, to learn more about this topic. Obviously, if you're listening to our show, you're already uh, in tune with one really good source uh, to get some information on you know, getting better at that. So yeah, keep going in that path and avoid financial traps. And I think we've said this before, too. I think there's a lot of information out there, but finding a filter to know which stuff is reputable and which isn't may be a challenge. So Mm -hmm. that's where getting some help is really important. Um, Number 10, take care of things. And this one, I'm not going to lie, this one got all up over my toes. So I'm just going to tell you, I am speaking from a place that I know I need to do better at this. And Mm -hmm. it said, uh, maintaining your property is often the last thing on our minds. And that is me right now. My car literally needs an oil change right now. I'm a (laughs) hundred miles over what I needed the oil change and I'm not going to be able to stop till next week. So I am one of these people, car maintenance. Mm -hmm. Do you do them on time? Nope. But I'm going to now (laughs) after this one. Um, Have you ever had your lawnmower maintained? I didn't even know that was a thing. But apparently yeah. you're supposed to get it maintained regularly. So that one kind of hurt my feelings. And then do you take <laughs> care of your clothes? This is one thing I'm actually decent at. Okay. Um, taking care of your clothes so they don't break down. I will say my husband's even better than me. This this Whoa. Joseph has clothes that he bought in high school that still look new. 
He's wow. he's. I don't touch his laundry because I'm not willing to do the things that is he just requires. Uses the same shirt every day or what? No, but like <laughs> he he only dries his clothes for so long and then he lays them out to dry and it's, he has this whole thing that he does. What? But he takes care of his clothes and they don't get broken down like mine and the children's do. But the cost of replacing items is typically going to be much greater than the cost of just taking care of them in the first place. Okay, I need Joey's phone number after this. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> what what happens with with my clothes? Uh, I, I bought like a couple of polos uh, earlier this year and they fit me perfectly. They were like awesome. Oh, I was, and then I, I threw them in the dryer mm-hmm. and they got like a foot shorter. And I, yep. now I'm just like, well, I guess I can't wear that You look anymore. cute in them, I bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into crop tops. Okay, Got it. <laughs> yeah. No, not my style. So yeah, I would love to talk to him on, about that. Sounds <laughs> like he's got some good tips. Uh, anyway, number 11, taking care of yourself. So while we're talking about taking care of things, let's talk about taking care of your person. All right, so many health problems can be helped through lifestyle changes. Right, so obviously eating healthy, mm-hmm. healthy lifestyle is medically, you know, professionally shown to uh, to lead to just a healthier life and prolonged life at that. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I can't afford to eat healthy, but I will tell you, an eight dollar salad is not more expensive than an eight dollar burger meal. I mean, it's gotten to where it's more balanced than it used to be. It used to be you could get your cheeseburger meal for five bucks and that salad was eight, Mm -hmm. but it's all expensive now. And I have found that when I'm eating healthier, which I'm on that journey right now because I'm having some health issues that I knew dietary changes could help with, um, I don't eat out as much, which means, yes, I'm spending a little bit more on certain groceries, but I'm not spending as much eating out. So it's Mm -hmm. really balancing out within my budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you right now that every single week I spend between 15 to 20 dollars on my lunch for the entire week because I get the huge tub of uh, organic salad from Mm -hmm. Sam's for like three dollars and 70 cents. And then uh, I get a pack of either blueberries or blackberries. And so the whole thing of that is about six seven dollars and then i get the uh pre-cooked uh mm-hmm. chicken breasts yeah five of them for like 12 bucks yeah so where there's a will there's a way yeah and, and that's the thing is when you when you do prioritize that and you really get started down that journey you find that it's actually more cost effective than you thought and when you think of the medications that i've you know i've heard stories mm-hmm. i used to be more involved in in healthy eating and things like that there were stories of people who were able to get off of medications. They didn't need oh, them yeah. anymore. There's there's tons of things like that. But even if you don't, you know, go that route, there's still a lot that you can do for your body just by being healthier and taking good care of yourself. No, which, you know, if we wanted to, we could bring my mom in and she would have like hours, day. <laughs> hours talking about this. She's an OBGYN, but she's also just a health nut. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if uh, she should have like a, a YouTube channel or something. <laughs> Anyway, so our last one here, uh, getting a financial advisor, Mm -hmm. right? I think you're one, right, Teresa? I happen to be one. Aren't you one too? Yes. That's what I thought. But staying focused on your goals and what steps you need to take toward them is going to help you. That's what an advisor should be doing. Think of it like a personal trainer, except for your finances. Um, We're not going to get on you about your healthy diet if you don't have one, but we are going to talk to you about your spending habits, your financial habits, and help you stay on track for the goals that you say you have for yourself. Um, But no matter where you are on your journey to financial freedom, these are some steps you can take to move forward. You can take one step right now by listening to the show and checking out our other ones. For a deeper dive into these topics and others, check our previous episodes. And don't forget to subscribe if you're catching this on a podcast so you can get all our new episodes as they're released. We hope you have a great week. We'll catch you next week when we do Extreme Makeover Paycheck Edition. 
Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jim Walt Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.